Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, it is exciting to know the Phils are at spring training. And the season starts in about five weeks, which is awesome. Joe to camera, John Rich, it is 94 WIP, and we need the fills. We need them, big time. And they should be really good for a while. Now the question is, are they going to break through and win a World Series one of these years? The sooner the better. Time will tell. But high hopes for the fills, which is, which is fun. All right, the Bryce Harper thing, you can weigh in on it. I think it's absurd that a player with eight years left on his deal, you know, wants – New deal, or at least what you'd call an extended deal. Um, but I, I am curious, and so far on the phone lines, there's been a lot of support for Bryce to get more money, uh, believe it or not, because I think, you know, there's probably some some people out there saying, hey, listen, this is the cost of doing business, that if you have an all-time player and he wants more money and you want him to be not only the player but the recruiter guy and happy guy and good clubhouse guy and the whole deal guy, then just tack on the extra two years and, and 70 or so million dollars. I I, to me, it's what's the word, James? Antithetical. What's the word? Anti- antithetical. Yep. Antithetical. Antithetical. Am I saying that right? To because like, of the precedent that yeah, you're it's just creating. it's ridiculous. He's under contract for eight more years, but let's see where people stand to pay Bryce more or not. Hassan in Strawberry Mansion. Hassan, what do you make all this, my man? Good morning, morning, everybody. I definitely think you should pay him. Should pay him more. Contract. Yes. First off, we all knew. What is going? What is going on? What is going on? Are we in Philadelphia? What am I missing here? Are we a blue collar town or not? What in the world has happened to our town? Go ahead. I don't know what you're missing, but I'm old enough to remember a player named Terrell Owens who gave this town a discount. Yep. And when it was time to pay him, they didn't. So, and this is, you know, 300 mil might not sound like a discount, but for the time that he got, and for the play that he's given. That is a big-time discount. And Manny Machado hasn't done half of what Bryce has done. Yeah, he hasn't done as well. That's for damn sure. Like, come on. We got to make it make sense here sometimes. Hassan, what about about this argument? Bryce chose to sign it. Yeah, well, T.O. chose to sign it. That don't don't mean we don't make it right. Like, you got to make it right at some point. Like, you choose to sign it. But there are other things that need to be made right. because of what James Harden called Maury a liar for. Like, I'm sure they have underhanded deals, backroom deals that they're making. Like, make those things right. The stuff that you talk about, take this bill here, we'll make it right this year. Like, make it right. Bryce deserves it. And as far as this all-star game, it is 
beyond me. How, like, I looked at the over and the under of the game and decided not to watch. Like, that's how bad it is. <laughs> what was the over-under? I assume they went over. It was over. like, yeah, it went over. It was like it three. Was 350, it was yeah. 355 before 356, the I think it ended at, 356 and a half or what something. What a disc. So, Hassan, you say scrap the game, just be done with it? Because that's what the NFL yeah, like, did with the Pro Bowl. Like, the, oh real, the, the real game. Like, it, they play on NBA TV. They play all week long all the old all-star games when you see competitive, yep. hard mm-hmm. play. Like, it's like yeah. a good pickup game. Like, maybe yeah. not all four quarters, but you get good competitiveness. All right, Hassan, like, give, me an, give, me an, give me an answer. Who or what, like the NBA all-star game, who or what's a farce? Tony Romo's commentating. Wow. <laughs> That's funny answer right Outstanding. there. Outstanding. Uh, John, I mean, you know the commissioner has tried to make changes. Because, look, the easy thing to say is, I, look, I wouldn't get rid of the All-Star game right now. I would make, I don't know, one more attempt. But if these guys can't get it together, then I guess I would get rid of it. I mean, where do you stand on? close. To, the, a couple years ago, remember when Ben Simmons hurt his back? Mm-hmm. Uh, we think, or at least I think, it was yeah, the in. Fall. No, I think it was in this All Star game. No, I said in. It was a fall. He fell. Yeah, because yeah. he was scrambling, yeah. playing good defense in an All Star game. Uh, what th- what year was that? Like twenty seventeen? No, it was after that. They, there was something that that flared up that one year where they actually got competitive for, for like a quarter and a half of that game. I don't know how you recapture. That I, I well, you know, that could be the argument against it. I mean, the, the argument well, could sure. be guys get injured. Injury. I mean, I remember when the right. punter in football, I forget which punter it was, when uh, who was the, the, the Washington player who got murdered? Sean Taylor. Remember when Sean Taylor just crushed that punter in a Pro Bowl? Just, I mean, he no. demolished the guy. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like, it yeah. was ridiculous. And by the way, ridiculous that the, the, the coach of the team, I'm not making this up, had the punter run a fake punt. Like, if I'm the head coach of the punter, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're punter. asking for it. You're having my punter run with the football in, in an all-star game known as the Pro Bowl? Like, that punter. that was outrageous. I but, guarantee you the punter asked for it. Well, Let James, me do a play, coach. You know what? He got, <laughs> he got his butt, I mean, demolished by Sean Taylor, who obviously is one of the great hitters this I century. love that Sean Taylor I mean, did that. Sean Taylor was a hitter's hitter. Oh, yeah. He was an incredible hitter. So, John, your mindset on yeah, the, the everyone loves Sean. Taylor. I know. So, so I, your mind, your mindset on the All Star Game is what? Get rid of it or keep it? I I want the All Star Game so bad, but I I, I need I, I need to find some sort of answer that makes it look different than what it did. Well, that, I agree with that. that. Was you can't zero keep doing this. defense. You you score four hundred total points between right. the two teams or whatever it was. That's an abomination. It of was a game. It was. So I I don't know the answer. I don't either. I would love. For the All-Star game to reclaim some of the greatness that that it holds for me. Like, when I think back to the 80s, the 90s, yep. the pageantry, it was wonderful. And, and, it was. And somehow we, we have to try to work And let me tell that. you what solution I don't want. I don't want to do away with it. Well, I don't want to do away with it either. I don't think there's ultimately going to be a good solution. I'll tell you what solution I have no stomach for. Winning team, each player makes an extra million. Winning team, each player makes an extra $3 million. Like, that does nothing for me. That does nothing for me. They do get paid now, right? I have I mean, no idea. It I think it's like 50000 no or 100000 But, you know, they, they pull this stuff. All right, you know, it's like they do with the, the in-season tournament. All right, you win it, you get extra money. Like, that, that I find that even, even 
even more annoying. They got right. a lot of money for that, I believe. Ridiculous. All right, let's let's listen to Wit uh, Merrifield because he's now a Phil. Let's listen to Wit on uh, joining the Phillies as he's now a Phil uh, at this stage of his career. His mindset on joining the Phils. I've been a three-time All-Star. I've led the league in hits a couple of times. I've led the league in solo bases. I've led the league in all these different things that I feel like I've proven that I'm here and I can play. Um, I was an All-Star last year. I've done that. I want to win now. And so I'm here to do whatever I need to do to win and to help this team win, whether it's sit on the bench and be the cheerleader for 162 games. I don't think that's why they brought me here, but, you know, if that's what they want me to do, um, I just, I just want to win. All right, let's, let's talk about last year. So last year, here are the totals, although it was a strange way to get there. A two totals, 272 batting average, which is fine. 318 on-base percentage, which is low. 382 slugging percentage, which is low. Uh, now, he didn't have, uh, you know, uh, the most at-bats, but he still had a lot. He had 547 at-bats in the season. Uh, he ended up having 11 home runs, 67 RBIs. No seltzer. This guy last year started red-hot all-star game and then completely he got hurt. fell apart. He had right? a groin injury. Yeah. So it was like a soft tissue thing. Kept playing, but but clearly hampered him. Yeah. But he's not the player he was in the first half anymore either. You pretty, know? pretty amazing, though, to get a guy who, you know, was a dominant player in the beginning last year. Yeah. Three-time all-star, a guy that's. Because he's also led the league in stolen bases before, yep. right? Led the league in hits, stolen bases. I mean, he's he's had a really nice career. He's a, he's a nice baseball player. Yeah. John, should Johan Rojas be a little concerned? I love. Oh, he Johan can't play. Rojas. I mean, he, Marsh. <laughs> he's Whit Merrifield is not a center fielder. Like no, but he can play left field. He can play left. Yeah. So Mar, the, I mean, Marsh isn't healthy but, right now. Is the no, problem? I, I, but yeah. but, but I'm talking at, opening deck. When you look, at I don't the way, think you're playing Whit Merrifield in left field every day. And when you sign him, like, theoretically, but I don't think that's a plan. Left. Six games, yep. he was in right field. Four games, he was at second base. A lot, a, a ton of games. The the majority of, of what he was doing was, you know, infield. Uh, I I don't think Johan Rojas is worried. All right, well, look, we'll see. Maybe Rojas is, has claimed his spot. Time will tell. 215-592-9494. All right, on all these topics, and again, primarily, to pay Bryce Harper more money or not, where you stand on that, we'll rock all the calls. Plus, up ahead, what Bryce and Dombrowski said over the weekend about Bryce's desire to make more money, plus a frustrated Adam Silver after that All-Star game over the weekend. Reuben Frank joins us at 7.30. Something fascinating JT Real Muto said uh, uh, about the uh, remarks of John Middleton to the Phils upon uh, the Phils' full club getting together, plus Rob Thompson looking back to last year, something he said to Howard over the weekend. That and all of the phone calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It's 94 WIP. You can't control the weather, but Horizon Services ensures your home is warm all season long. Their expert technicians recommend getting your heater checked now. They'll inspect your system, listen to your concerns, and guide you to the right solution that optimizes your system's performance. Horizon is always available with same-day, 24-7 capability. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, great being with everyone on this Tuesday morning. Might feel like a Monday if you were off yesterday for... President's Day, but it is, in fact, a Tuesday. Wonderful to be with you here, 94 WIP. The uh, cross-section of a lot of different things in Philly sports, including that Flyers uh, outdoor game over the weekend. If you were there, we'd love to hear from you. Obviously, disappointment to see the Flyers lose. A fiasco to see the NBA All-Star weekend, particularly the game. Philly's early spring training. What to do with Bryce Harper, major topic of conversation. Look, here's my mindset. Don't pay him more money. Um... He's making $330 million over 13 years. I mean, it, it ought to be enough. Now, I know this. Uh, he wants more. And that's not an insignificant reality to, to the situation. I mean, John Middleton needs to assess if he thinks things will go awry if he, if he doesn't pay him more. That, see, that's the thing. That, that's part of what happened with T.O. Things went awry because the, the Eagles weren't willing to give him more. I... I Look, I believe in the end John Middleton, and by the way, by the end, I mean sooner than later, will pay him more. Because there is an argument to tack on, and a lot of callers are, are making this point, tack on two years and $75 million, give Bryce what he wants, have a ha- happy camper. You're probably going to you know, have to eat you know, millions at the end of the deal. But in a multi-billion dollar business, you know, some would say, well, that's just the price of doing business. I would say that's bad business. I would say that's ridiculous. But in the end, I expect him to do it, and I expect him to do it sometime this year. But where do you stand on the Bryce Harper thing? Again, remember, he's got eight years and $196 million left. I never conceived the concept of someone with eight years and $196 million wanting more money, and he, he, he puts it under the umbrella of, well, I want to play in my 40s. I mean, my thing is, well, yeah, you, you can play in your 40s. You can want to. Your body has to cooperate, <laughs> and it's so rare that that even yeah. happens. I'll pay, I'll pay you then if you're, if, if you're getting close – and you got a year left or two years, and you're still performing at a high level. I'll be happy to yeah, when we're sit down and negotiate. 40s, 40s is is what tempers this contract down. What makes this contract feel like it's you know rational? It's still the seventh largest contract in Major League Baseball history, and you know I understand now that the average per year it's it's twenty five million or twenty four and a half million. If you take those eight years and the hundred and ninety six million you've got left. Right. It does seem paltry by comparison to some of those other big names out there. But I come from a world, you know, my mom was teaching. My dad was selling cars. If you had a million dollars, you were like Richie Rich with a butler, Cadbury, and a dog dollar. And, and like, you were set. (laughs) This is $330 million. Uh, Man, it feels almost offensive. It does feel almost offensive, yeah. I don't want... I don't want to hear about you needing more yet. I understand you. it feels like you've outplayed it at this point. Man, there's a lot of contract left. That's right. It's just too early, man. I, I, we, I love you. But at this point, I'm putting this on your nasty agent, and I'm blaming him, and I'm telling him, Scott Boris, go pound sand. Well, I'll tell you this. What Bryce said, we're going to get to that audio up ahead here. Here's what John Middleton said over the weekend, and this is in an article with Scott Lauber of The Inquirer. And it sure sounds like he's going to be paying Bryce 
probably sooner than later, an extension into his 40s. Here's what, here's what Middleton said. He said, look, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that. And I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work, and we'll find a way. We'll ask you this question. Hearing the Phillies owner you know, say that, what's your reaction to that? A lot of support so far on the phone lines for paying Bryce Harper more money. Where do you stand? 215-592-9494. Let's get to Mike and Cherry Hill. Hi, Mike. Joe, John, Rhea, how is everybody doing? What's up, Joe, Mike? sir. All right, so I got a comment on Bryce. I love the guy, and this is going to lead into my winning answer, okay? <laughs> okay. Bryce Harper, it's almost like, hey, he might as well ask. All I can do is say no. I love the guy, but come on, man. This is what's wrong with sport. Eight years left? Eight years. Eight years. Eight, eight years left. That's that, you, know, you know how, Mike, you know how long that is? That's. That's a presidency that wins re-election. That's yeah, the that's maximum right. that someone can be president, and he wants he wants more than that. And we're talking not two years left. Now, and this is what's wrong with sports. And this is what the biggest force is, Joe. What? This professional sports contract. Look at the NFL. How many guys on how many teams never see their contract through? Come on, any other business, you sign a contract, guess what? You go there. You, you abide by the contract. No, no, not in sports. You know, we're gonna, you know Mike, we're going we're gonna to be, be talking to Ruben Frank in five minutes about the Reddick situation. We'll see where he stands on that. Yeah. Look, pro, here's the one thing I'll say about pro sports contracts, Mike, because there's a lot of people that will call in and say, uh, and Mike, good, good call. I mean, it's, it's thought-provoking. A lot of people will call in and say, you know, the contracts disgust me. And I'll admit, they disgust me. But the players do perform a service that gets millions and sometimes hundreds of millions of people to watch. And, John, that's why they make the money they make. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's just the reality of the matter. I mean, the NFL just played a game a week or so ago that just in America alone, over 100 million people watched. Just in America alone. So, you know, that's why they make the money they make. I mean, And the owners are making a lot more than they are. The owners are making a lot more you know, than they are. There's a reason they can afford to pay those contracts. They are. No, that, that, that's right. Uh, you know, Phillies last year, obviously. Well, don't you usually side with the owners, though? I do. Usually I side with the owners. <laughs> does, does, yeah. Do you really? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they, they take the risk with the franchise. It's just pro-management. Seltzer, you know, <laughs> Seltzer you, know, you know my argument with baseball players anytime they have a labor dispute. Go start your own league. I know you See know. how that goes. Yeah. Well, if, if they Start did, though, yeah, if, if they had the infrastructure and stuff, they would, and it would work because they're it. the people that people come to watch. Like, go, well, then go start your league. How about the owners go say, all right, we're going to start another league with other players. That won't work out as well, well owners. That's, yeah, that's, uh, well, that, that's almost happened when SCAD players have almost played. All right, 215-59. And, of course, we did have SCAD players in a football season in 87, which is still so unbelievable that that occurred. And that's part of how the Washington football team won the Super Bowl because yeah. their, their scabs went 3-0. and Eagle scabs went 0 and 3. It's insane. It is, it is, it really is insane. insane. Especially of all the sports for it to be football. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you would think all right. Crazy. So speaking of championships, the Phils, you know, came pretty close last year winning a championship, five games short. Obviously, it was a thrill in October until it was a FUD at the end of October. Rob Thompson was on with Howard this week and really good interview on, on Saturday morning here on WIP. Howard's been down in spring training. Rob Thompson. 
uh, seated there with Howard on Saturday, and they covered a lot of ground, including looking back at the Arizona series. We have had heavy focus on the Kimbrel situation. Rob Thompson and Howard talked about it. Uh, let's listen to this exchange. How much do you think about what happened in that playoff series, one that the Phillies were obviously expected to win? Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot, actually, over the course of the winter. And, and you know, you go th- back through your decision-making and, and the processes and, and try to improve on that. And uh, I know the, the Kimbrel situation, um, using him in, what was it, game five or game four, I guess, mm-hmm. games three and four, um, that's been a big issue. But if you look at, at Kimbrel's numbers in September, he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances, gave up two runs. The first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run. And then games three and four, you know, it got away from us. But, um, but I, I, that one I'd do again. I really would because I, you know, you don't. One game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. Um, and I had, a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him, and, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So, that was one decision that um, I, I'd probably do the same thing. Oh no! Oh no! This is—it's like the worst thing I could have heard today. Come on! Don't, I'm just no. Come on! No! Do it again. Are what you are, crazy? What are we doing here? What are we? What? What is going on with the world? I got a player making three hundred and thirty million dollars that wants more money under contract for eight more years, and I love the Phils. And I got a manager who I need him to know that it was a mistake to put Craig Kimbrell in game four. And I'm not saying he had a ton of other great options. I'm not saying he did because there were other pitchers that were faltering at that point of the season as well. But first off, I start with anybody but him. I mean, that's just fundamentally the way it goes, including if you have to leave the starting pitcher in longer, like whatever you got to do, I cannot have – listen, I was very clear the day of game four. I said it here on WIP. Kimbrell does not get into this game tonight unless – the game goes into extra innings, and I'm, like, down to my last guy, and then Craig Kimbrell has to get in there because it's the 12th inning, and then that's the way it goes. Like, you just cannot live in a world where after what happened in September – and I know he's giving you the, the Kimbrell wasn't – No, but, but he, that's but a problem. But he was showing signs. Yes. That's the problem. Do we all remember the Johan Rojas catch? He was Do we all remember right. that? Like, that's there's right. so many spots like that where it was like Kimbrell was on a ledge, and it was just, just waiting to fall off. Waiting. 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 Yeah. Correct. So yeah. that that frustrated me. One more from Rob Thompson, then we'll get to uh, to Ruben Frank shortly. And of course, you can. What is your reaction at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four to hearing Rob Thompson say he'd do it again? Man, that that bugs me. Here's another one because Rob Thompson had a great follow up question here. To, to, to go ahead, John. I just wonder why he still feels like he needs to like defend Craig Kimbrell because I think that's what this stems from. I agree. I, I guess like maybe he's just defaulting to. His natural state, which is I will protect my guys, even though he's not really my guy. Any I think longer. he trusts players. I think he trusts guys that he trusts. And Kimbrough was someone he trusted and should have for a while, but then that trust should have been broken. And he apparently was the only guy that didn't see that it should have been broken. Now, a great follow up question here by Howard, not so much on the Kimbrough topic, but on another issue as it relates to the postseason. Here's more of Howard with Rob Thompson over the weekend. Is there anything that you would have changed? I and think everybody second guesses themselves. Sure. For sure. The, the right. one that, that I struggle with the most probably is is pinch hitting for Rojas in Game 7, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And, um, you know, now, uh, you know, going back on it, would I do it again? Yeah, that's maybe one that I might think a little bit harder about. 
I am so confused. Wait, is he saying not pinch hitting or pinch hitting? Because I am did. so confused. Here's what I don't. Here's what I don't know if he's saying. Is he saying I shouldn't have taken Rojas out of the game in the middle of the game? Or is he saying I shouldn't have put myself in a position to even have to make well, no, the decision? I should saying, have started him. Or, well, no. Or is he saying I should have pinch hit for him when the bases were yeah. loaded in the third inning? Remember, yeah, everyone thought I should have pinch right. hit there, and then yeah. he pinch Correct. hit later in the game. I don't know which one he's I'm saying. So confused. So I'm he's so defending confused too. Kimbrel, who's gone. Everyone are backing him, yeah. but the Rojas is like, ah, eh, you know, young kid. Well, it depends which way. Yeah. He might be saying, I wish I had never taken Rojas out of the game at all. That's what it sounds that's like. That's my impression. That's, of it. My that's impression. what I thought, which is also but maybe, insane. Maybe he means the earlier bat he should have. The whole, the whole damn thing confuses me. All right. Uh, let, so all of that on the table and your reaction to what you heard there from Rob Thompson. Again, Bryce Harper wants more money. He still owed $196 million for eight more years. What do you make of, uh, of Bryce's uh, interest? I don't think we can call it a demand. I guess the demand comes when you say you like you won't show up, and Bryce has shown up. But it's certainly an interest for Bryce Harper to make more money. Where do you stand on that at 215-592-9494? Speaking of more money, Hassan Reddick also would like more money. I'd be more inclined to pay him at this stage than Bryce Harper at this stage. And, of course, the Eagles are doing a dance with Hassan Reddick trying to figure out what to do there. For more on that situation, the Eagles offseason – Let's turn to our guy from NBC Sports Philadelphia and also one of our own here at WIP, Mr. Ruben Frank. Good morning, Rube. Hey, guys. You think Rob Thompson confused you? Wait till you hear me. <laughs> there you go. So, Rube, do you ever think we'd see the day? Guys under contract for $196 million, guaranteed money, by the way. And, you know, once more? Publicly willing to say he wants more? What is the world coming to, Rube? That's. <laughs> I mean, it's and always by, been by, that way. Rube, and by uh, the way, most yeah. callers so far, most callers on our show have said give them more money. Yeah, it's not their money. Uh, <laughs> well, it's their money when they show up and the uh, ticket price goes up 10 bucks. I mean, I'll never forget, and we're going back here, but Keith Jackson signed a contract yeah. extension when he was with the Eagles, and his agent, Gary Richard, I'll never forget this, said this contract is so good, it's renegotiation proof. Yeah, that was his word. He made up a word. And, like, I mean, I'm telling you, 15 months later, like, we're going to hold out if he doesn't get a new contract. So, look, I mean, it's just part of sports. It's, it's going to keep happening. He held out a lot. Uh, my, my recollection in the, I think it was four or five years of Keith Jackson, he held out most training camps. Well, yeah, and he, he actually is responsible for free agency with yeah. one of those holdouts. But that's that's a story for another day. Sure is. All right, Rube, let's, let's get to the Hassan Reddick situation. I think everyone's pretty familiar with it. What is your – prediction of what will happen with Hassan Reddick and the Eagles? Me- meaning, will he get a new contract this offseason? If he doesn't, will he hold out? If he doesn't, will they trade him? Where do you, where do you see the Reddick situation going? Yeah, I, I think there's it's a complicated situation. He's still a really, really good player, but he's 30. And, you know, we just saw what happened with Bradbury. I think that's kind of fresh in everybody's mind. When you hit that certain age, I mean, Bradbury was was so good two years ago, uh, and Reddick's still a really good player. But did we see regression from him from 16 to 11 sacks? Didn't have a sack his last five games, or was that just a product of the general malaise that kind of hit the team and the coaching staff yeah. and bad defensive play calls, terrible play calls? So there's a lot going into it, and you also have. You know, Josh Sweat is up after this year, and Landon Dickerson and Devontae. So as good as Hassan Reddick is, he's not number one priority just because he's an older guy. Josh Sweat isn't as good, but he's three years younger. So it, it's it's a lot. But, you know, how he usually finds his way, he finds solutions to these things. And 
Oh, Hassan Reddick, I mean, top 10 edge rushers are getting $25 million a year. And I, I'm just not sure they're ready to do that with a player at that age. And uh, I think Howie will find a short-term solution to kind of put this off. And uh, he's never really let a guy go in this situation. Uh, but it is a complicated one. And certainly you would put Devontae ahead of Hassan Reddick just because he's younger and he's you know, he's such a, a great player. And you put Landon Dickerson ahead of him in, in the priority list. And there's not unlimited money. Uh, but how he usually finds the way to work, make it work. And I'm, I'm guessing they will find a way to make it work. But uh, without knowing exactly what kind of money Hassan Reddick's looking for, it's really hard to predict. But my hunch is he'll be here. How important is Fletcher Cox to this team for 2024? Uh, will they bring him back? That's a tough one. I mean, again, he's not—he's not the kind of guy who gives out hometown discounts, and he shouldn't. I mean, he was their best—he was their best defensive player this year, which is crazy, you know. But he was—he was their most consistent. I mean, he was really good. End of the year when like a lot of guys just stopped fighting. I mean, he just kept fighting. He's—I was really impressed with him just as a leader, as a player. I mean, I, I've always really admired him and the way he does his goes about his business but this year with everything falling apart around him mm-hmm. he did everything humanly possible to keep it together um his influence on the younger guys is immeasurable uh i don't know how they can keep him out, out of all those guys i mean kelsey will never play anywhere else if he plays again bg will never play anywhere else but i think fletcher is still really really good and they've they've got these younger guys that they've got to play and they've got to figure you know figure that out again with new coaches uh so i you know, I, I hate to I hate to see that guy in another uniform after all he's meant to this franchise. But my guess is he won't be here. Well, I mean, it does feel like if you're gonna go one year early, that was like five years ago. Uh, but he did play well last year. He was incredible last. He did season. a nice job. Like he, he did. Yeah, but but uh, interesting. Avante Maddox, Rube. How much did his play trail off last season? Well, I mean, he was never healthy, yeah. and that's been his his career. I mean, the last few years, and I was just writing about that. I mean, I, I love his game, but you can't count on him. You got to figure out the slot, and you can't depend on Avante Maddox all of a sudden being able to stay healthy. I mean, he's coming off two surgeries. Obviously, so this, when he came, this is another this is another add to the listing. Like I wasn't even considering we need another nickel. You're saying we need another nickel. I mean, can you rely on Avante Maddox staying healthy? Well, you no, can't. but I hadn't thought about that. He does that. get hurt this a lot. very troubling. Yeah, he does get banged up. I guess he's probably a, think, a little smaller, right? So maybe at that's – yeah. yeah, at his and size. He he's, you know, he's, he he's yeah, at his size, he's a physical guy. He loves to support the run. You love his game. Totally. But I don't know at that size if he's ever going to stay healthy again. Yeah. So, you know, may, you know they, uh, as, a, as a slot, but I don't, I don't know if he's the answer. Uh, I know you got to avoid what happened last year when you had like 12 different guys playing the slot. You were bringing up practice squad. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's too important a position to just say, oh, we'll just kind of patchwork it. Rube, let me ask you this. Speaking of the defense, linebacker, another prediction f- from you. Do they change their philosophy at linebacker or not? Great question. And, I mean, the philosophy, I mean, they, you know, they took, they took the Kobe in the third round. Um, you know, they paid uh, Nigel Bradham. That's been a few years. They drafted Kendricks in the second round, who I thought was really good. I mean, especially that Super Bowl season, mm-hmm. 17. So they have done it at times, and it's they have spent resources on it, and it's worked. 
Um, but I will say just, this, Rube, the, the Bradham contract, there were two different Bradham contracts. The yeah. first Bradham contract, which was for less money, totally worked. The second yeah. Bradham contract, which he got after they won the Super Bowl, and it was a lot more money, totally did not work. Right, exactly. But they, they did sign. I mean, the first one was you know, a competitive yeah. contract yeah. For, for a free agent. But, yeah, um, they have to. I think the answer is, is they have to. And you just can't try to get through a season with a bunch of Nicholas Morrows. You can't do it. Now, I don't know what Nicobe is going to be able to do. I don't know. I'd love to see a healthy Nicobe Dean. We can't really – I think it's too early to write him off. Certainly haven't seen anything that tells you he's going to be a, a, a great player um, when he was healthy. Um, but I think you have to at least give him a shot at a starting spot in, in the summer, but they've got to, yeah, they've got to remake that position. They've got to figure out, uh, you know, start out with younger guys, not these, these retreads who are 31 years old and with their fifth team in six years. Uh, but there's look, I mean, we can name every position and they've got work to do. Uh, you can't fix everything overnight. So, uh, yeah, they've got some work to do at linebacker, obviously a, a ton of it. Rube, did, did we find our punter? Last year, Braden Mann, did he win that job? Yeah, he's a free agent also. So right. uh, that, that's another guy you gotta you gotta figure out your your long snapper and your and your punter. I, he he broke every franchise record for uh, net yards and gross yards. And I was impre- what I was impressed with. He got a bad start his first couple of games. Like, oh, it's another stiff us. Um, but he really got it together, and he did it in some bad conditions. And that's the thing about punting outdoors in the Northeast and kicking. That's why Jake Elliott's so good. He does it in, in conditions. He's not playing in a dome or mm-hmm. in the south where there's no weather. Um, I was really impressed with Braden Mann. He's a pretty good passer, too. So, uh, Rube. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Rube, last thing here, man. We that, are... was, that was one of their best offensive plays of, <laughs> You're right. of the year. It was. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We need to incorporate him more. Get a package in for Braden Mann, and personnel grouping. Part of the reason that was one of their best plays is the quarterback didn't play as well. Now, part of that was the offensive scheme seemed broken. Uh, but, but certainly some of this is on Hurts directly. Um, Rube. I want to ask you this question. This is the first time I'm going to ask this on WIP. I'm sure in the next two months it's not the last time it's going to come up. April draft, second round, hypothetical. Lurie and Howie like a quarterback in round two. They like him a lot. Will they draft a quarterback in round two if they like a quarterback a lot? I'm guessing no. I think it's not quite time for that. Uh, and I think they understand that they have so many needs on defense that you can't waste one of those. Those are pretty valuable picks, uh, those those two second-round picks. Um, I don't know what they think of Tanner McKee. I don't know if he'll ever be a, a guy they, they can, you know, send out there as a starting quarterback. But uh, I just think it's too early for that. I think you got to see what kind of effect Kellen Moore and, you know, Doug Nussbaum, this new staff, this new offense, having actually experienced NFL real coaches who can call plays and design – uh, an offense and, and get him back. I think you got to spend this year, you know, seeing exactly what you have in Jalen Hurts. I think it's too early to start doing that. And I think also look at what happened to, to Carson when they drafted a quarterback in the second round. You know, I, 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 I know. think, I, th- I think Jalen's a lot me- more mentally tough than Carson, but uh, that's a real thing. But and look how I, they yeah. almost won the Super Bowl in 2022. I mean, it goes both ways. Like if we did a question to the audience poll question, did it work? When the Eagles drafted a quarterback in the second round when they had Carson Wentz, you could legitimately say no, or you could legitimately say yes, depending on which side of it you want to view it through. Is it about 
getting Hurts in and, and having him be the guy the baton is handed to or the demise of Carson. People, are, what, people are still going to be split on that. I like the idea of drafting a young quarterback high to help. But two is really high. Well, to help with the accountability, keeping Jalen Hurts like naturally accountable. You know, like there there were times, I guess, it felt like last year I believed that he was not, you know, with the family friend as his quarterback yeah. coach and, and offensive coordinator. I don't know, maybe things got a little bit too lax. Maybe he I, I wasn't like doing enough we, to improve his game. I don't we, know for sure. What What do you say on that, Rube? We, we just ran through this litany of defensive needs that they've got to address this offseason. And I just don't think they have the luxury of using a premium pick on anything but a corner, a safety, a linebacker, an edge rusher, uh, maybe another weapon for for Jalen for the offense. Uh, I mean, two months ago he was he was an MVP favorite, and I I just think mm-hmm. that it's it's too early to do that. I think when you look at what he had around him uh, as far as coaches, play calling, play structure, uh, I, I think to draw conclusions that extreme it's too early hey Ruben great stuff my man love having you on the program hope you're enjoying the offseason a bit and getting some time away thanks Rube anytime guys yeah. thanks, All right. wonderful stuff um, it'll be interesting I mean I think back to the Russell Wilson scenario which huh. they passed on in round two my gosh. and wanted to get in round three like if that's and again this is hypothetical I get it guys it's well, hypothetical you know, Russ, Russ. but let's say that sort of thing was in their eyesights <laughs> you know someone they believe in but like yeah We'll wait another round. I don't know. I I tend to think Ruben's right that they wouldn't do it, but I will tell you this. I don't think it's for the reason Ruben said. I don't think it's because they have so many other needs, which they do have. I think it's more about how they would perceive Jalen perceiving it and whether they think he can handle it after the Carson thing. See, I think because I think if they Jalen believe can in it, handle it. I think Jalen will handle it with a plum. I think Jalen can be helped. By the handling it process. Well, that's a different argument. You're you're saying you know light a fire under his body. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I you know it's it's a tough one. I mean I, it's it's hard to it's hard to truly know the answer to. But I know it's this. hard to Wait. hold a quarterback accountable. It's hard to create competition for a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Like this is a just a natural way to create competition. You you bring in a a very talented young cheap because you drafted him. Sure, but higher in the draft quarterback. Who has skills that make guys go at practice? Yeah. Holy cow! Did you see that throw? Yeah. Did you see him get through that progression? Did you see him rip that one? Look, Do you want a guy like that around to help keep Jalen just working and honest yeah. and, and just at the top of his game too? I'll tell you this: I don't expect it to happen. And again, it takes a confluence of events. I mean, you really got to believe in a quarterback, and he's still got to be there, and it's got to be there when you're picking. So it's an unlikely scenario to occur. But let me tell you two things unlikely to occur that have happened. One that Carson would fall apart and the Eagles would, in the midst of him showing signs of falling apart, draft a quarterback in round two in 2020. That no one saw coming. Two, a player in Bryce Harper with $196 million left on his contract asking for more money. (laughs) All right, let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this at 215-592-9494? To give Bryce more money or not, by the way, what Bryce said about that, we'll get to that in just a moment. Oh, one other thing. Let me say a thank you to our audience. This is the one-year anniversary of our program in the morning show. So to everyone listening to us right now and to everyone who has listened to us over the last 
300 and, well, now it's the 66th day. Uh, not that we've been on every single day, but we've been on most of them. We appreciate you listening to the show. Obviously, it was fun, you know, as we as a show got the baton from uh, Angelo and Al and Jonesy and the whole crew that Rhea was a part of. We love doing the show. We love it. Uh, we feel so fortunate to do the show. And we just want to thank you very, very much. To all our callers that call in and, and contribute and all our guests, the, the, the Jaws and the, the Mike Quick and all these guys we've had on, Ruben Frank and Elliot and Sheil and Ross Tucker and all the wonderful people we have on the program as guests. And, of course, most especially to you for listening to our program. We appreciate it. Please continue to spread the word, and we hope to be here and expect to be here for a long, long time. That's, that's certainly the aim. 215-592-9494. You can also react to that fiasco, that farce of an NBA All-Star game and everything else going on in the world of sports. Let's get to Richie right now, Northeast Philly. Hi, Richie. Joe, I've been listening to WIP for over 30 years, and I've never used the term stole my thunder, and you just stole my thunder. I was going to come in with a happy anniversary week. (laughs) I mean, honest to God, I listen on the app every day. I told James at Park last weekend, I don't miss a minute of your show, which is it's just unbelievable. You just stole my thunder. I well, finally get to use the term. Thanks, buddy. But great content, and I wish you guys many more years, and welcome back, James. Thank you. By and the way, Rich, the I'd, like, I'd like to say this. In in honor of Bryce Harper wanting a contract in his 40s, <laughs> and anything he, he, he he'll retire around 41, I think I'll retire around 71. So I, you, I, I just want to put it out there to WIP. I would like a 20-year contract <laughs> extension. Hey, 20 Rod years. Rankin, give, give Joe Angelo money, okay, Rod? <laughs> no, no, no. Let, just, let's do it. It's, it's not about the money. It's about the years. It's yeah. about I want to retire at WIP. You want to play that's into your the, 70s? Richie, that's the thing about this Bryce thing that irritates me. He, like, he frames, and I love Bryce, but he frames it like I, I, it's about playing into my 40s. No, no, no. You I, just, just want to get paid more money. I mean, just say Joe, You want to get paid more money. You- I asked you a couple months ago when this started happening, and we said that it wouldn't come back up, and here I am on the line again. Here it is. Does this reduce or make you think more about the pandering to the city? This guy is – he's a Boris agent, Joe. He knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he doesn't like it here, but this is all part of the game. Get the fans on your side, and that's why your first phone calls today are saying give the guy the money. But the biggest thing, the reason why he's doing this now – is because he's still in his prime, and they're in a window where they've been to the World Series, almost made it to the World Series. He's doing it now because he's in his prime, and he can do this. He can't do this if they're 72 and 90 in four years. You're right. Well, Richie, and it's also the fact that Manny Machado, the guy who signed, you know, it was the big question, should they go Bryce, should they go Manny? Manny had an opt-out in his contract, the big contract that he signed right when Bryce signed his, and Manny exercised that opt-out and just got a brand-new extension, shiny $350 million. Here you go. Bryce doesn't True. have the ability to exercise that opt-out because he didn't want people having uh, having the ability to skewer him as a – like, basically, he wanted to be perceived as a bulletproof recruiter of future Phillies. You know, hey, guys, come to Philadelphia like me. I am here to stay. I will never exercise an opt-out. I don't even have one. They tried to include one in my deal. I said, no way. This is where I'm raising my family. And that will help him. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. But you still signed a contract. You did sign it. Yeah, you chose it. You chose it. Listen, as far as what's a farce, and the biggest farce that I know that's around in Philadelphia today, 
is a guy celebrating beating tomato cans to the tune of 240 <laughs> and 39. I mean, just an absolute farce. Right. You're, You're a nitwit. You're a dope. <laughs> All right, Richie, good phone call right there. How about that? Taking a shot at the hammer who, you know, the, the audience got a reprieve. Selch, that's the one thing I'll say that was good about you being sick the other day. The audience didn't have another L hung on them. And and they've been sick. I mean, the audience, what this I heard. This is an angle. Dude, I heard the audience is in therapy oh, really? over how much yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm beating their ass these days. Yeah. I mean, I just crush them. I just crush he them. He went over in pop culture. I just want you to know. I did. Yeah, I it saw the her. questions. That was a pretty bad job. It was a disaster. Yeah. All right. Let's. Oh, by the way, let's I mean, get to. Really bad job. Really, really yeah. bad. Let's get to Bryce Harper audio. What he said over the weekend about his desire for a contract extension. Here's Bryce. Again, you knew he was going to have to answer to it because it was Boris that came out a couple, you know, months ago. I guess about two months ago and said that his guy wants more money. Here's how Bryce handled it publicly upon being asked by Phillies reporters about a possible contract extension. I believe your agent said that, that you would like an extension at some point. Is that basically to know that you're going to retire as a Philly? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been communication there, um, you know, between you know myself and um, Dave and also Scott and Dave as well. Um, obviously, I want to be here for a long time, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. I swear to God, and I love Bryce, guys. Let me be clear. I really do. I mean, this is no disrespect to him. I just look forward to the day when an athlete's just like, you know what, let me make it real simple for you. I just want to make even more money. <laughs> I mean, that, that's all it is. He just wants to make more money, and I need the word even. Because he's not, it's not just more money, it's even more money. I just want to make even more. important word there, I yes. just want to make even more. Can I'm you imagine? I, I mean, really, <laughs> if Bryce said that, that would be groundbreaking. It would be. And I, and it I would. would be tr- and it would be it true. It would make me like him a lot more. I, I yeah. love him already, right. but I, it would make that honesty would be something. Unbelievable. He, here's more of Bryce on a possible extension, what he said over the weekend. Will you be okay if the negoti- uh, potential extension does not happen in the short term, or is this something that you feel like you, you, know, you, you have some urgency on that you want to see done sooner rather than, than later? Uh, I mean, I understand there's other guys to take care of, right? Um, understanding that Wheels is a big one for us right now. Um, but, you know, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout how many, you know, or, how, or sorry, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout the throughout the season and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, see what Scott and, you know, Dave can come up with. You, uh, you've talked a lot about how, you know, you did not want an opt-out, right? You don't have one, didn't want one. Does that make this... You know, you're in year six, right? Going into year six here. Does that make this more challenging for you to kind of get, you know, what you want to see done to this contract? No, I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much about that. Um, just trying to, you know, understand I want to be here for a long time and understand, you know, playing into my 40s. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, so wanting to get that done. All right, that was Bryce over the weekend. Look, you can respond to it and react at 215-592-9494. I mean, he has been all that and a bag of chips. I mean, he has been... He has been better than I thought he would be, and I, I had huge and high expectations, and he's been even better than that. But I think when you have eight years and $196 million left in the deal, it's like, dude, you signed it. It is what Those it is. Those comments are terrible. The more I hear them, the more you play them, the more I play them in updates, the worse they sound. Does the 40-year-old thing It's disingenuous. You? It's, you're exactly right. I just want more money. That's what he wants. Me and my agent want more money. He wants more money. It's just playing into the 40s. And is, maybe he regrets, bump. you know, not having the opt-out. And That's your problem. That is your problem. It's, <laughs> that was his choice. All right, now let's go back to something Dombrowski said to us. Dave Dombrowski was on our show. This was about two weeks ago, talking about the Bryce contract situation when we asked him about it. 
Here was that exchange from about two weeks ago. Should Bryce Harper, who's been unbelievable, should he expect a new deal from the Phils, or are you very comfortable looking him in the eye and saying, listen, big guy, love you. You've been amazing. But that's why John Middleton committed $330 million to you five years ago. What we signed you for is what you're going to get. I mean, should he expect a new deal or not? Well, I would not get into any contract situations publicly. Just never really do that. Um, we will say of the utmost respect for Bryce, tremendous players, said everything for the our, our club and, and the team and the city. So he's the type of guy you want to have. Um, he's in a situation where you can always desire or want. Anybody can, anything that they would like. Um, we end up making business decisions that sometimes are difficult. But I, in the way, one way I would just say it without getting into any particulars is that uh, we're thrilled that he's on board. We, he's, we know he's at Philly for eight more years, and um, there's a lot of times to digest things. But it's a situation where um, we're thrilled that he's on board. And, um, again, you can desire and want anything you, you would like, but I think it's also the apparent. Noah Bryce, when he gets to spring training under any circumstances, he's ready to go, and you know you're going to get 100% from him in every regard. Well, look, we'll take your reaction to what Dombrowski said, because when I heard that two weeks ago, he said it to us. I thought, all right, well, Bryce isn't getting a new deal. That ain't happening. That was my interpretation. But now there's also, you know, Scott Lauber has a John Middleton quote in the Inquirer this morning, and here's what Middleton said about the situation. Quote, look, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that, and I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work, and we'll find a way. Mm, who are those two people? Well, Bryson, Bryson and Middleton. Tom Ricketts, the, the, the Chicago GM, said the other day that he doesn't talk to Scott Boris because Scott Boris only talks to owners. And he said it, you know, it completely undermines the credibility of your GM. Your GM two weeks ago circled back to everybody wants what they want, yeah. but we make business decisions. John Middleton over the weekend of Scott Lauber, Oh, we're going to get done. Yeah, no, I look, I think they will. Yeah. And I think it's crazy. But here's the deal. We, and again, a lot of people so far on the phone lines have said, pay him. And, and I will again present this scenario. In a world where the organization is a multi-billion dollar organization, is it good business to just say, all right, let's give him two years and an extra $70 million just so he can get his to 40 thing, make him happy and say, all right, let's go get the future. Even though you're probably going to eat the money in the end. Is it good business to do that? Because clearly the athlete wants it. And by the way, the athlete is the best player in Philly sports. He is one of the great Phillies players of all time. There is a great case to be made that when all is said and done, he has a great chance to go down as the second greatest Philly of all time. He even has like a shot to be the greatest Philly of all time. He's got to do a lot more to pass Schmidt, and I frankly don't think he will. But he, he is going to go down as one of the great Phillies of all time. He's one of the great Philadelphia athletes of all time. We're all going to be going up to Cooperstown at some point to watch that guy get in the Hall of Fame with a Phillies cap. I agree. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.